Welcome to Mexico Unexplained, where we will explore the magic, the mysteries, and the miracles of Mexico. This series presents information based partly on theory and conjecture. The podcaster's purpose is to suggest some possible explanation, but not necessarily the only ones to the subjects we will examine. Here is your host, Robert Bito. Welcome, and muy bienvenidos to episode number 353 of Mexico Unexplained, where we examine the magic, the mysteries, and the miracles of Mexico. I'm your host, Robert Bito. About 70 miles north of Mexico's border with the United States, in the dusty Texas town of Falfurias, there is a shrine to a very interesting man who spent half of his life there ministering to sick and troubled Mexicans and Mexican-Americans. Sometimes referred to as a clairvoyant, a folk healer, and even a magician, the man's name was Pedro Jaramillo, and is more affectionately known as Don Pedrito. The shrine built near Don Pedrito's grave exists because even more than a century after the man's death, devotees still believe that he has the power to cure or to just make things in life better. Pedro Jaramillo was born near Guadalajara, Jalisco in 1829. His family were poor shepherds, and when he was a young man tending to sheep, Don Pedrito crashed into a tree branch while riding a horse. This blow knocked him unconscious, and he broke his nose, tearing the flesh down to the bone. When he regained consciousness, he had the urge to stick his face in the cool mud of a nearby creek for relief. He did this for three days. After those three days, Although he was left with a visible scar on his nose for the rest of his life, Don Pedrito was completely healed and claimed that he heard the voice of God telling him that he would be a great healer. There is not much documentation on Don Pedrito's early years as a curandero or folk healer in Mexico, but he must have spent a great deal of time honing his craft and learning from other natural and spiritual healers. There are volumes written on the folk medicine of the Mexican curandero who used herbs, barks, teas, and mineral concoctions to cure the physically sick or to affect other positive changes in people or animals. This folk healing is a blend of Catholicism, indigenous herbal medicine, and in some instances, modern-day spiritism. In Don Pedrito's case, he emphasized the use of water in healings and stressed over and over the need for faith in a higher power in the healing process. Perhaps because his nose took three days to heal, the number three was important in Don Pedrito's prescriptions, as was the number nine. Although some of his remedies could be quite complex, some of his advice to patients and clients included drinking more water, eating more vegetables, and taking baths at designated times. While in Mexico, he worked many day labor jobs until he could live off of donations from people who came to see him for his special gifts. Throughout his life, Pedro Jaramillo never charged for his consultations or treatments. 
In 1881, Don Pedrito crossed over to the United States and established himself in Brooks County, Texas, settling along the banks of the Los Olmos Creek, where he lived in a small adobe home and established a small rancho where he raised livestock and grew beans and corn. The land was donated to the curandero by a local man named Antonio Hinojoso Perez. By the time he arrived in Texas, Don Pedrito's reputation had already preceded him, and the locals welcomed such an esteemed individual. Oftentimes there would be a hundred or so people sitting in the shade of the creekside trees outside of Don Pedrito's small hut, waiting to be seen. Visitors marveled at the curandero's ability to know things about them that he couldn't possibly have known. So in addition to being known as someone who could cure most anything, Don Pedrito was known as a kind of psychic. This inspired awe and sometimes fear in people. All the while, Pedro Jaramillo emphasized that it was not he who was doing any sort of healing or prognosticating, but that the power flowed from God through him. Although he never charged for his services, his patients and clients rewarded him with gifts of money or other tangible goods. Don Pedrito always shared the wealth and was often seen buying food for needy families or helping people out of bad financial situations. He often gave away the remedies he prescribed for free. In October 1971, American author H.C. Arbuckle traveled to South Texas hoping to meet anyone who had known Don Pedrito. The author interviewed an 85-year-old man named José Lozano, who would visit the curandero with members of his family when he was a boy in the early years of the 20th century. Here is the interview, which gives a wonderful first-hand account of what Pedro Jaramillo was really like. Quote, Mi tío was the mail carrier from Los Olmos to Concepcion and made the route daily. He rode a horse part of the time and walked part of the time, for it was sandy land and very hard on both horse and man to make the long, long trip. It was muy lejos from Los Olmos over to Concepcion, very far, maybe even five or six miles. Buenos, pues, my uncle was such a drunkard that one day he was so borrachón con mezcal y tequila that he fell off his horse and left the mail right there in the middle of the road, made it back to town on the horse, and finally came home to sleep it off. Mitio knew that if he kept this up, he would surely lose his job, and he decided to see Don Pedrito for a remedio to cure him of his borracho. Entonces, se va por los Olmos, muy lejos, maybe even five or six miles away. The great man was at home, and when Mitio went to his house, Hat in hand, to consult him, Don Pedrito greeted him with these words, Hijo, you are the borracho that carries the mail from Los Olmos to Concepcion, and you want a remedio to cure you of this problem. Is that not why you have come? My uncle fell to his knees, for how could Don Pedrito know this? He did not live at least five miles away? Surely, sin duda, Don Pedrito was anointed of God and a truly wise man, if not a magico himself. This, then, is what the wise Don Pedrito said, Acerquita a su casa hay una laguna, 
or in English, really close to your house, there is a lake. My uncle thought, how does Don Pedrito know of this little lake near my house? I live muy lejos, maybe even five or six miles away. The great man continued, in the morning, take a bath in that lake. On the third day, take another bath, and three days later after that, another bath. With faith, with faith, nothing will help you, but con fe you will be cured. The very next morning, Mitio took his first bath, clothes and all, in the Laguna. The third morning after that, he took the second bath, and the final third morning, the third bath. All this he did con fe, with faith, knowing that he would be cured. And as sure as I am sitting right here and now in my house, Mitio never to his dying day after that took anything stronger than coffee or tea. He never touched a drop of any pulque, mezcal, tequila, wine, or even beer. I know this to be a fact, for I was there, and I know what I know, and I know that it was the faith in Don Pedrito, in El Señor Dios, and in their combined powers that cured my uncle. End of interview. In 1894, by popular demand, Pedro Jaramillo made a medical mission trip to San Antonio. It was then when he began to show up on the radar of the professional medical establishment. The American doctors in San Antonio labeled the Mexican healer a dangerous quack, perhaps out of jealousy of Don Pedrito's popularity and his track record of providing miracle cures. Seven years after this visit to San Antonio, the American Medical Association and the U.S. Postal Service sued Jaramillo in federal court, claiming he was offering fake cures and was using the U.S. mail to commit fraud. The case was dropped because his lawyer, a famous South Texas politician and attorney named Jose Tomas Canales, argued that Don Pedrito never charged for his cures and treatments. Canales was a big fan because the curandero healed his sick mother a few years before when modern medicine had failed her. Don Pedrito Jaramillo died on July 3, 1907, at the age of 88. He had never married, but he had adopted two sons soon after arriving in the States. When they cleaned out the famous Curandero's modest adobe hut after he died, they found a hoard of over 10,000 silver 50-cent pieces, along with thousands of letters from people asking for help or sending their sincere thanks for healings performed. The shrine that exists on Jaramillo's property is maintained by the descendants of his neighbors, who keep his memory alive. This pilgrimage site attracts people from both sides of the border. Since his death, Don Pedrito has grown into a folk saint in his own right, with people leaving petitions in the form of written letters accompanied by candles and other offerings, hoping for healings, family harmony, or assistance with financial matters. The devotion to this Mexican icon has increased over the years, and so have the mystery and powers ascribed to him. Legends and stories have emerged since his death that defy belief and are impossible to verify and add to the curandero's mythos. His memory has even succumbed to 21st century wokeness and cultural revisionism, 
on Don Pedrito's Wikipedia page and in subsequent blogs that repeat and copy things endlessly. The folk healer is described as having indigenous parents from the Tarascan or Purepecha tribe, even going so far as to cite a source that does not even contain this information. One look at Don Pedrito's photos, where he is sporting a long, white Santa Claus beard, dispel these bad attempts at cultural revisionism. No native Tarascan looks like this, and the Purepecha territory was nowhere near Guadalajara, where Don Pedrito's family was from. Given more time as a folk saint, Don Pedrito's devotion will most likely grow, and may change into something else entirely. Such is the nature of grassroots belief and our mortal intersection with the supernatural and divine. Thank you once again for listening to another episode of Mexico Unexplained. Remember to like and subscribe to us on YouTube and follow us on Twitter. Tell your friends by sharing these shows with others. Please go to our website, MexicoUnexplained.com, for references, illustrations, and for free access to transcripts of past shows. Please visit Amazon.com to purchase the books. Mexico Unexplained and Mexican Monsters to get hard copies of the magic, the mysteries, and the miracles of Mexico. We appreciate your kind attention once again. Until next time, thank you and gracias. Thank you for listening to another episode of Mexico Unexplained with host Robert Bitto. For show summary, relevant links, and commentary, please check out our website at mexicounexplained.com. Like us on Facebook and be a part of the conversation. Adios and hasta la vista.